When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Melissa Rivers, and welcome to Group Text. Stay tuned for a new episode. Welcome to Group Text. It's going to be very fun today, as it is every day. Uh, With us is someone I've actually known for a long time, Brandy Glanville. What's up, Brandy? Good morning. I look like a hooker at 11 in the morning. I was getting ready for you, bitches. <laughs> and obviously with me is Sabrina, even though I have been called bitches, plural, on my own. <laughs> uh, we have a million, million questions for you. And some of them I'm sure you've been asked, but some of them maybe not. But I, one thing I've always wanted to know, which and I don't know coming out of reality television, how I do not know this. Did any of you guys know each other before you were cast? No is an interesting word. Had I met, I had met Adrian Maloof several times at different charity events. We took But pictures. just socially. Yeah, it was like, oh, you guys stand together and hold a puppy. But right. no, I didn't actually know anyone. So how, how shocking was it the first time you guys went into the same room? Because in the original one, I'm going back to... Housewives of Orange County, the conceit was that everybody knew each other. Well, I think that that's what they, they try to figure out a way to make it natural for you to come into the group. They say, oh, she's friends with Adrian before. And that was my kind of way into the group, but really. And it's friends in quotes. Right. Friends in quotes. But, and, and sometimes there are people that are your friends that you bring on for sure that you're very close with, but In general, they have giant castings where, you know, they interview a ton of people and they just figure out a way to get, you know, to make it seem organic that, you know, these ladies. We've done a lot on this show about the reality of reality television. So, you know, we always love talking about that. I think people really don't understand, at least when Beverly Hills started, that people were literally cast. How did you even get, first of all, how did they explain to you what the show is going to be? And second of all, how did you end up in the room with them? So I, um, originally they just, they kind of sought me out because I was having a very public divorce, as you probably know. And, um, I was not being quiet. I was, they were like, do you, you have any comments? And I was like, yeah, I have a lot of comments. <laughs> Wait, I thought the divorce happened during the run of the show. So, no, it happened before, but it was still ongoing for my first season, you know, when it was a two and a half year divorce. So we were just fighting, but the whole initial blow up craziness with, you know, Leanne and Eddie and myself was prior to me being on the show. And they, they, they kind of sought me out because they saw that I was really willing to throw everyone under the bus and comment and do, you know, be a little crazy. Which is, you know. You and I have talked about this. Not so far off the mark in our personalities. Nope. It's definitely there. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sabrina's nodding her head. <laughs> what I want to know with after going through all the casting and everything, do you have any real friendships with any of the people on the on the show? I do, you know, and everyone laughs because Kim Richards and I started the show with me saying you're doing crystal meth in the bathroom and her calling me a slut pig and basically hating each other um, for no reason, really. I was like, why is this lady attacking me? This is the first time I met her. But her and I, we talk five times a day. Um, We have stayed friends forever. You know, like we are, she's one of my best friends and she's just as crazy as I am. Let's be clear. We like, we appreciate each other's crazy. Um, I, you know, I do have a friendship with Kyle because of Kim. Right. There's their sisters. Right. And, you know, there were some times when Kim was having tough times and Kyle and Kim weren't speaking. So I was kind of the middleman. And it's funny because on the show, it made her mad. But when we were off the show, she would call me and be like, we need, I, I just want to check on Kim. And then that brought us all really close together. So I am close with Kyle as well. You know, I text with Teddy. I text with Rinna. I text with Erica on occasion. I would say that Kim and Kyle are my, my closest friends on the show. So that's who you would call on in in a crisis? I would call Kim in a crisis. Like during COVID-19, she needed to go to the emergency room and no one would take her. And so I was scared to death because they had just started. I'm like, kids, I'm going to the hospital. Um, So I drove and I picked her up and I sprayed her with like my my Purell spray. But (laughs) I dropped her off at the hospital and no one else would do it. And so, yeah, you know, she's there for me the same as I'm there for her. Then we're neighbors, so that's easy. What's so interesting, especially about reality television, like you said, why am I even saying that this woman is doing crystal meth in the bathroom? How do they pitch the show? Because I always find that fascinating, how they pitch it. So for, for my experience is they, they bring you in to, you know, the studio and they sit you down they say, wear your fanciest clothes, wear all of your jewelry. And at the time I had just, you know, gotten out of a marriage and I did have that stuff. Right. But I mean, how do they, yeah. How do they pitch the show to you? No, they just said, listen, would you like to be on the show? It's, it's, uh, you know, we're just documenting these different women's lives and how they come together and the fabulousness at Beverly Hills. And I was kind of laughing because I lived in Calabasas, which is very far from Beverly Hills. But I was like, oh, you know, I, at the time I would, I said, I have nothing to lose to the, to the casting director. And that, she's like, you're hired. <laughs> and how much of it do, do the, and you, I mean, we all know how reality television works now. How did they, I mean, I know how they prompted, but it was different because I was working with my mom. So we'd be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. How did they prompt you guys to start to do stuff? I mean, I always think about the table flipping um, incident, and I forget, what was that, New Jersey? Yeah, that was New Jersey. Right. And did I always wonder, I'm like, you know, did everybody know that the table was going to flip? No. Or did they know, but, or did they, you know, there was going to be an argument? Because producers, and I'm a producer, we're very crafty. Very manipulative, I would okay, say. Yeah. Crafty. They okay, set you, you, they set you up. No, they set you up. No, I think yeah, a lot of them, they make you think that you're best friends and you trust them. And, you know, for, I don't think that, like, every housewife is different. Like, I know yeah. different, I know that some of the ladies, like, when my friend Kristen, she's my best friend, was on New York, she told me some of the ladies would plan to fight with amongst each other without producers so that 
they would plan it and it, no one would really get mad. Um, that's not the case on Beverly Hills. Uh, no one really, producers would say, Brandy, do something. We don't have a show. I, I was the one that they would come to. And they're like, Brandy, I would get the text in the middle of the dinner. Do something. I'm like, can I cuss or no? Yes. Really? Yes. I was like, fuck you. Why is it always falling on me? Because you're and, not the shy one. That's why, Brandy. No, because I needed the money. And those other bitches had all the money. And they're like, <laughs> that's why. Keep hey. it 100. Love it. I love but it. It's true. A girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. And yeah, they but- knew that, though. You know, yeah, but so, I love yeah. the fact that you did the vaginal rejuvenation. Yep, what? Vaginal. I mean, I probably would have been a little shy. But- uh, you know what? I wrote about it in my book and I hadn't told anyone. And I was having, when I was going to do the book tour, I was having panic attacks because at that time, no one was talking about this. This is way before anyone, you know, now they, ha- now everyone's done it. But I was like, um, I didn't want to talk about it, but I thought if I'm going to share my full story, I'm going to share this. And so it was, it was very hard to share it, but you know what, after I had to stop having sex with my ex-husband and the only way I was going to do that was to get a brand new vagina that he had (laughs) never touched. So you mean psychologically stop having sex with your ex, ex boy, ex-husband? No, we were having sex. Like that's the problem. Like he was still living in my, in our home, but in this guest room and having and seeing Leanne and so we would get in fights and then we'd have makeup sex and it was just very unhealthy and yeah yeah I know yeah so I had I called my mom it's the only way I could get him out of the house I'm like mom you have to come down I'm gonna have a surgery I don't want to tell you what it is (laughs) but come to my house and the second my mom got there his ass was gone so that's how, and then we got rid of him. Then I put it on his Amex and he's like, what the fuck costs $12,000? He's like, you got a nose job. I'm like, okay, you could think that. And then when he found out, like he did a little like digging. He's like, are you insane? I'm like, well, you know, I am. You married so me. So that's not a news flash. No, he knew I was crazy when he married me. He was boring. He married me because I gave him spice. So, but also in a weird way, it also gave you a whole new vagina for your next relationship that he had never partaken in. That was the point. It was psychological as well as like, I'm reborn. Like I, I am a born again virgin and that man, I'm not going to ever let him touch me again because this is, I'm a whole new me. Right. So then I had to find like the man to give it to and that took a while, but. Well, I'm sure that man was so happy you gave him a new (laughs) vagina. Every man probably wants to get a new vagina every now and again. I How think nice so. How nice. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it was a gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was, was going to say, gift. did it improve your dating life? In, I mean, it did psychologically. I think it did a lot for me. I felt, I felt sexy again because Eddie had made a comment when we were together after I had children that it wasn't quite the same as it used to be when we were having a fight. He, I'm not going to say his exact words, but they were very mean. Because men and, are so lovely and sensitive. Right. And we're like, I'm here birthing your child. This right. is, these are your sons. And now you're going to insult my anatomy. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to fix it. Right. Yeah. Which I love, so, by the way, I always, I told one of my friends when her husband, <laughs> she was actually having with her argument with one of her children i said turn him and say do you know that your father and i can't ever have sex again because your big head destroyed me 
But it's like, it's serious. Like, exactly. Like, you you don't know what I did for you. I ruined my body. Your big head has made your father miserable for 16 years. (laughs) But it's like, I say that to the kids sometimes. I'm like, you guys ruined this. You ruined me. So just be nice to me. And does that work? Oh, uh, no. But when I pretend to cry, that works. Pretend to cry. My son does not even buy into the tears. Really? He's older. He's probably on to you. He is. He is. He is. He's 19. He is. is. But by the way, he tries them with me too. Wow. He learned learned from the best. Yeah, he learned from my mom. (laughs) (laughs) He knows how to manipulate better than anybody. Do you? My kids are genius at that. Oh, yeah. Who spoils them more? You or Leanne and Eddie? Uh, Leanne and Eddie, because they have the means to, you know, they go on a lot of very fancy vacations that I, I can't go on. But at the same time, like, I think I spoil them more with my time. And just when they come to my house, they don't want to go anywhere or do anything because that's all they do at their dad's. And I sometimes feel like I, I don't have any memories of fancy vacations with my kids, except for when they were babies. And I feel depressed about it a little bit. But listen, I have, you know, I have the, the FaceTime with them. I'm with them every day, like all day long when they're here. They kick me out of the room a lot, but it's fun. That's the age too. Yeah, totally. But one of the things you and I have talked about, because I did your podcast and you and I were all over the map and what we're talking about. And I, I did say to you, you really have figured out co-parenting. I mean, it, it was all over the press. I mean, it, you were in the middle of a world war, but it seems like you guys have really sort of, found your groove, found a way to co-parent together and, and get along. And is that real or is it a facade? No, it's real. I mean, it took a decade, but Hey, you know know what? Better than never. (laughs) It took a long time because we were always just jabbing at each other in the press and taking, you know, cheap shots, but we realized for the kids and I think that I've calmed down a lot, a lot and Leanne's calmed down a lot. It was really her and I fighting and, you know, Eddie's just kind of stuck in the middle going, I'm on Leanne's side. Um, that we realize like, it's not great for the kids. So when I'm going to basketball games, if I'm sitting on one side and they're on the other side, you know, he's looking all over. I'm like, you know what, you guys, we're going to sit together. We're going to have Thanksgiving together. I'm coming over on Christmas. Like we're figuring this out. And I think that the kids are the happiest when we're all together. And that is the only thing that matters to me. Who, who do you side with more in parenting styles? Um, myself. <laughs> no, well, obviously yourself. But if there's an issue, do you call, like, because I went through this with my ex-husband when he was remarried at one point. There were times where I had, it was more effective for me to communicate with his, ex, with his ex-wife number two as I call her, because I'm ex-wife number one, <laughs> right. then dealing with him because it was at least a woman to a woman saying, look, he can't, don't let Cooper do this, this, or this, or he's acting out and doing this, this, and this, where the two of us were much more on the same page than myself and my ex-husband. For me, it's it's not that at all. I literally just got Leanne's phone number like three weeks ago. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, we don't, she, we don't, we didn't really ever communicate. And to be honest, you know, Eddie and I can communicate for the kids and they're our children. So, and he's pretty level-headed, um, as far as, you know, he's, he's very organized and I'm a little unorganized. So it kind of, we meet in the middle, 
we discuss everything. We don't always agree on everything. And it's frustrating. Just like I didn't want the kids traveling during this time. Um, my dog just grabbed his squeaky toy. Hopefully he. That's okay. Okay, it's sorry. okay. It's national. It's national. It's national dog, dog day. day. It's national dog so. day. Yes. Um, you know, but it's hard because if we disagree on something, like he still goes and does it. <laughs> like I don't have. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. So yes, I can say I disagree, and I don't want the kids on an airplane right now. And then the trip actually got canceled because people at the ranch attested positive for COVID. Right. So I was like, I told you so. <laughs> but. <laughs> It worked in your favor. It did. But, you know, I understand where he's coming from. That's their annual summer trip. I was just, I'm super hyper scared about this COVID shit. Because you're wearing little pink gloves today. Oh, you well, took them off. Well, I took them off because I'm sweating. I wore them because I thought you were going to see my unmanicured hands. So now you're I love such, that. You're such a lady. I love you. <laughs> I love you such too. Such a lady. Such uh, a lady. What, what, is, what is the status of your dating life? So, um, I actually just met my future ex-husband on Hinge. (laughs) On Hinge? Yes. How do you go on a dating site being you? You can't hide She's curious, Melissa. I'm just, I'm just serious though. But how do you do that? You're, you know, you're very well known. For being crazy. No, but but, I mean, recognizable. But that's the point. Like I want, I want. If you want to hang out with me, you have to deal with that. You can Google it. It's not pretty. Um, So I want somebody that is okay with that because I've met guys that like me, but they don't like the stuff online or the stuff on television. So if you're going to date me, I just feel like right now it's better full disclosure. And, you know, I have two kids. I used to be like, oh, you know, I, I don't tell anyone about the kids and all of these things. And now I'm like, this is me. Take it or leave it. Right, but how, so you went on Hinge, so what did your profile say? Um, I don't even remember. I, like, just, uh, I lied about my age, of course. Um, (laughs) Everyone does, though. I feel like I don't, like, guys lie about their height, and I, like, girls lie about their age. Guys always lie about about their height. Always. It's annoying. Because I'm a tall person, so if they say they're six feet, and I show up on 5'10", and they're, we're like, he's shorter than me, I'm like, hmm. Six yeah, feet, not so much. <laughs> so um, it's, you know, it, especially in COVID times, it's interesting because we can't actually meet up. Right. We can do this all day, but. So did you meet in, during COVID? I just met, he's not like, I don't even know him that well. He's just super hot. And I, I, we had a social distancing date and I'm like, I'm in love. I joke. I yeah. don't know him well enough yet. He's so, just, he, he's hot. That's all. But you're attracted you're attracted. Yeah. I, I can see you're all giddy. That's the, this is the first time I've actually been attracted to anyone. That's really? From a dating site. Yeah. Okay. So That's here's the question thing. though, because I went on a social distancing date and all we did was like, we, at one point we bumped elbows. Yeah. You can't, you can't actually do much. You know, you sit, it took us like an hour to take our masks off. So, <laughs> cause I'm, I'm just a scaredy. I mean, I've been tested a lot because people are in and out of the house for TV stuff, but I don't know where he's been. <laughs> Stay over there. Exactly. What, what What's the first kiss like? What is that going to be? Like, if there is one, like, do you, do you have to go get tested for COVID and then we have to plan it? It's just, the romance is gone for sure. Yeah. It's really, what are you, and I, we ask everybody this, um, what are you watching right now? How are you, like, I know every, we were just discussing um, what was the show we were discussing? Unwell. That seems to be the one oh. everybody's watching right now. What are you watching? 
I watched a couple episodes of that. Um, uh-huh. It's a little depressing for me. I was, I, you know, I, because I am into a lot of the things they say not to me into. I'm like, damn it, I'm throwing all my oils away. Don't um, throw those oils away. Don't do it. I know. It's, and I think it's psychological at the end of the day. But I'm watching all of the shows in Spanish because I'm coming out of COVID fully bilingual. That's a great goal. It is. I mean, totally. like, I can speak Spanish a little bit, mm-hmm. but I just watched Locked Up. What am I watching now? Um, Money Heist. I found this director. I can't remember his name, but I love all of his shows. And so I'm just basically, I've already seen everything else. I like um, working moms and all of the fun stuff, you know, but I, I've been on my couch for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I, how is the Spanish going? Uh, okay. Listen, you're going to be ready for a Latin lover. Girl, that's what I don't need in my life. She's done that. She's I done that. that. I, divorced, I divorced that. It doesn't right. go well for me. Well, maybe but, that wasn't the right one. You're still uh, open and flexible. My last two boyfriends were Latin, so I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I need to stay away from them. Well, you want to learn Spanish now, so it doesn't sound like you're trying to run too far away. <laughs> my kids are cute. My kids are half Cuban, so okay. I want I want to learn their native language. I think that's great. Okay, now look, you got you guys are talking about all the shallow stuff. I gotta ask, what is going on with Denise Richards? That's that's the shallow stuff, really. No, I'm kidding. I, um, it is the shallow. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about it. It's hard. It's hard that that's the shallow compared to everything we've been talking to. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, um, you know, it's just it is what you see. You know, she has her side of the story. I have my side of the story. I know what happened. She knows what happened. I think she's possibly maybe didn't maybe Aaron didn't know from the reaction I'm seeing on TV because I wasn't in Rome and I'm like wow if that's her reaction maybe he didn't know but he knew I was there and he knew I was sleeping in her bed and he knows that she likes girls so I you know I assumed after they asked me to help them find girls to have threesomes with that it was all you know open and fine fair enough do you watch any of the other franchises yeah, I watch all of them really. Um, or I can't watch Orange County Age; they drive me nuts. But um, well, they used to. I think they have a new cast now, so I'll check. Which it one? Out. Orange County. Oh, was... Orange County, yeah. But that was the original. That was the OG. I know. Yes. But they screamed a lot. I'm not into screaming. It's like, oh, I don't know. Um, but I love Atlanta and I love New York. Those are my two favorites. If you could be pick one of them to be on, what would it be? New York, because I lived there for six years, and I just I love New York. And I think they're one of the realest. I think Atlanta is really real. And I think that New York, they share everything. They share going to jail, you know. Everything. Like, yeah, the, the divorces, the cheating, the menopause, they share it all. So I like I think that on Beverly Hills, people are a little bit shyer to share their innermost everything. If you have secrets, you go on reality television, they will eventually come out. No yeah. matter what. That is That is the truth. Um, when you're in the middle of shooting people, Oh, I'm asking you the questions that people always ask me. Do you know when something's going on, it's going to blow up into one of the bigger storylines? Because when you're shooting the show, what people don't understand is you really are shooting in a vacuum. And you and I have talked about that. If they really followed your life, they would see like me, you know, but pre COVID driving around, uh, you know, going places, running errands and talking on my phone and texting, all of our lives are sort of intrinsically fairly, fairly boring yeah. when you actually go day to day. So these are all very compressed 
days and stories? Are you aware when something is going to resonate or hit and become one of the big headlines? Or blow up. Or blow up, but become a headline. I think that what they do, we film so much and they show the highlights of our bad behavior. You know, it's, of course, it, they, like you said, they don't want to see me going to the 99 cent store or going shopping or, you know, they don't want to see any of that. Um, I feel like you can, I can tell personally by the producer's questions when you do your confessionals, what they're going to, what they're really focusing on. So I, I think like new people, when they come on, they don't realize that, but like the questions and the confessionals, you know what the show's going to be about. Right. We did when they would do confessionals with us, you, you knew what they were setting, teeing you up for. But right. we were also a Always much did. smaller, we were also a much smaller cast and who all lived together. Right. But we still knew. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're smart, you can figure it out. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I think the new, when I was new, I didn't know it. I was just like, okay, I was just, you know, speaking out, like, whatever came out of my mouth. Now, it's just like, I'm still going to say whatever I want to say, but now I know what the show is going to focus on more. Right. Do you, if you could build the perfect cast of all the shows, who would it be? Besides yourself. Gosh. um, From all of the franchises? Yes. Uh, so I would not, I mean, on Beverly Hills, I would say that Kim's the craziest and I would want to watch her Orange Kelly or Orange, Orange Kelly, Kelly Dodd. There you go. Um, Orange County. uh, She's nuts. And I love her. Um, I think that Portia is amazing on Atlanta. I just think she's funny. She's smart. I just love watching her. Um, Ramona's a fucking nightmare on New York. So I think that she would be a good housewife to put in the mix. She drives me nuts, but she's amazing TV. Um, what other? Oh, I would say Candace on Potomac because she's new and she's feisty. And New Jersey Teresa, I just love her. Like the shit that comes out of her mouth is amazing. That's a that would be a great cast. What did what did you want to be when you grew up? When you were growing up, like I know, or what? It's, it's I guess it's a two parter question. What would you wanted to be when you grew up? And if you could pick a different career now, what would it be? Like, I would love to be a criminal profiler. Oh, wow. Go oh, Cause you're into like the true crime stuff. Yes. Yeah. That's, loves that's, it. Yeah. Loves that it. scares me. No, no, no. Yes. Um, I wanted to be a dermatologist. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, you like, have I the have, greatest skin. You do have great skin. Beautiful. You guys, you're sweet. I have so much makeup on right now, but I have psoriasis. I have adult acne. I have so many problems with my skin so I was always reading and searching and like finding like homeopathic oils and stuff that you're watching on well. And, you know, and especially right now with the stress of COVID, it's worse than ever. You know, it's like, it's basically covering my body. And so because of my issues with my skin, I was just always obsessed with it. And, and beauty stuff I love, like skincare. If you saw all this stuff around, I had to hide it. Like I have a radio frequency machine. I have an oxygen machine. I like, I give my friends facials. I'm obsessed with picking up my kids skin, which they hate, but so I bribe them. Right. So you would, and maybe own a Medi spa or. I would love that. Like something like that. Just, um, something beauty, you know, or, but it also, there's like the side of being, I would love to cure like psoriasis or you know, something that affects people in a negative way. So, but I got sidetracked. So 
But you could still open a, 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 a spa, a Medi spa, or like one of these great skin places that are all popping up, which is like all about skin. Right. You're a perfect testimony. Yeah. Well, okay. As long as you guys are investing, I'm in. <laughs> what are your favorite products right now? Um, so I've been using Retin-A since I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still think it's, it does thin your skin a little, but I think it's the miracle product that will never go away. You know, retinol in general. Um, I love EMK products. There's this, uh, placenta crap. I don't, 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 I comes from like the foreskin of a baby's oh, penis. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's gross, but and it smells gross, but it really helps calm my skin. And my dermatologist, my laser lady has something that's like, I call it snail sludge. Oh, I don't know that one. Like it helps after lasers. Okay. Well, I don't, I mean, I have so many products, but I always go back to like the Retin-A and the La Mer. Those are my two go-tos and La Mer mostly for the winter because otherwise it's too heavy, but then they have the softer cream and it's expensive. I know but I really love it. And I love Aven products. They're really great sunscreen and cover it. That's the foundation I have on, mm-hmm. which is like SPF 50 in the foundation. So, which is great. This is something that Sabrina and I have been talking a lot about, and I've been doing this with my girlfriends. Describe to me what would be your perfect day, but you have to include what you would be wearing. You can change outfits and what you would be eating. Walk me through your day. Ring, ring. Alarm goes off. Okay. So I get up, I usually get up around seven 30. It's just because the kids school and everything is just, my body wakes up. I have about 30 robes. I'm not even joking. Um, it depends if it's cold. I'll put the pink. I love my pink robe. It's very fluffy and I love pink. Um, then I'll come downstairs and I'll have coffee. I don't generally have breakfast. Mm-hmm. I have coffee and a diet Coke. I know that sounds weird. No, I, by the way, I, my breakfast all the way through college was a pop tart and diet Coke. I love so. pop tarts. Oh, oh, I love them so much. Yes. Um, if I, if I was going to eat breakfast, I just would want hash browns and bacon. Like I would just love bacon. It's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. then Let's see if I, so I have these jeans that I can't get into right now, <laughs> uh, but I think that they're very flattering on everyone. And they're from Abercrombie and Fitch. I know it's like, people are like, oh, you, that's for teenagers, but I found jeans I like. So it is what it is. They're kind of high-waisted and make everyone's ass look great. So I would probably throw on those. My gray ones are my favorite. I have my Gucci tennis shoes that everyone loves and you can't get anymore. So I love wearing them because I'm like, oh, sorry, you can't get them. No, and they're um, so comfortable. I have to say my Gucci tennis yeah. shoes are so comfy. Yes. And I bought two pair. I buy, I buy things in doubles because I love them so much, even with products. I don't know why issues. Because you're um, scared they're going to go away. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Makes sense. I get it. I get um, it. Shirt-wise, I would just try to find something in my closet that's hot pink, like fuchsia-y, because just, it just makes me happy. And especially with gray. Um, I would go to lunch probably at Fabricini's in the Glen with one of my girlfriends or two of my girlfriends. Um, check my PO box. <laughs> it's right there. Uh, come home. The boys and I, I make them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we would have lunch together. They would be miserable at the table because they'd want to get back to their video games. Um, then I would 
I, my, what I want to do so badly right now is get all my girlfriends together and go to dinner. Mm-hmm. I just want to socialize. I want to make fun of people. I want to judge people as they walk by, not to any, not to their faces, but just to my friends. To right. entertain yourselves. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh my God, you know, they're about their first date or, you know, they're getting a divorce. Like we make, we make up stories for people. Like, but and, by the way, that's what we all miss with our girlfriends. Yes. Of course. What's your favorite going out to dinner with your friend's outfit? Oh, I'm a hoot. I love you. I love I'm you, Brandy. I mean, my legs will be out and my tits will be out. So something, <laughs> it's not, people say one or the other. I'm like, bring it all. <laughs> I, I only have like three good years left. So you're going to see everything. So, you know, everything in my closet is very hoochie. So just something where, yeah, the boobs are out and the legs are out. So that's it. And I what do you question? Well, go ahead, I Sabrina. Have a question. So Brandy, what would you tell your younger self? Oof, to shut the fuck up. I, you know, if I could, like, I would just be like, think before you speak. Um, but, you know, I am who I am. Like, I, I've always been this way. So I don't know that that would work. Um, I would say also trust your gut. Really, like, you know, your heart knows what your heart wants, but your gut tells you the truth. And it's really, mm-hmm. really true. What I'm learning is, don't ignore the flags. Yes. Don't ignore asked, the red flags. I asked, I asked the guy last night, um, but I, my future ex-husband, um, I'm like, I was watching the Republican. I can't even get started on that. I was watching the Melania speech. <laughs> um, and I'm like, if you're a Republican, this isn't going to work. And he's like, what if I'm a Republican, but not a Trump supporter? I'm like, I'm about to think about this. I mean, hopefully you're just a Republican because you're rich and that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, And that's a perfectly good reason. Yes, exactly. I'm not mad at that. If he's a Trump supporter, that's a whole different situation. So I'm, we're going to talk about that, but you know, listen, everyone has their thing, but I, that was like a kind of a, a de- if he was a Trump supporter, it'd be a deal breaker for sure. Got it. Well, you are absolutely I love talking to you. You're so much fun. Oh, you guys too. This is like, I want, I want to be part of the group. Let me in. This is so fun. Well, when we continue doing this, we will keep, if there's topics that we think you'd be interested in, which you actually probably would have been interested in the one today. Um, the sex one. I was so yes. excited to talk about sex. <gasps> I know. I was so excited. Okay, listen, we're going to have part two. We're okay. going to have part two of the sex. I you. Absolutely. We have to. Oh, we will. But you are absolutely a joy. Thank you. You guys too, you're awesome. I love seeing you and I love talking to you. Thank you so, so much. Well, thank you for having me and bye ladies. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.